pregnant type is our sign, is our indication that we are blessed. Magnify and lift you up, even for the days ahead. As you continue to enlarge our inner portrait and capacity, receive more and become stewards of your blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Second But once you begin to exercise godliness, you are putting 
just the blessings. Look at also the correcting, the rebuking, and the training. Remember the word of God. You take it and you begin to build muscles. The word of God is also water that flows on top of who you are and all the dirt that you came with from the world and it begins to see and seep through you, removing the real you and leaving the gunk and the slurry on top. That's why you get scripture. See, and then there's a good Well, some groups don't do that. Once you study the word of God, and then you don't just leave it and go. You go throughout your day and you think and meditate on this word. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? Then you leave your house. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light. He is mine. He is mine. He is my life and my salvation. My boss is not my salvation. My money is not my salvation. My degrees are not my salvation. My husband is not my salvation. The Lord is my life and my salvation. And when you begin to meditate on the word, it begins to remove all the wrong thinking. It begins to sift through you and remove everything that was wrong belief. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I be afraid of? And then you go. Amen. Why am I afraid of them? Why am I afraid of the government? Why am I afraid of the devil? Why am I afraid of witches? Why am I afraid of bad friends? Why am I afraid of people saying bad things against me? Why am I afraid of loved ones dying? If the Lord is my salvation and my life, whom then shall I fear? And we are going to deal with us. He, the Lord goes to the places where you have fear. Wait on the Lord. If you begin to meditate on the word that says, and the day that 
read the scripture. Don't just run out and say, I read the scripture. Begin to struggle with the scripture. Begin to lift up the scripture. Because in lifting the scripture, you are building muscles. Amen. You see, this applies to me. It may not be so right now, but this is who I really am. There's, a, there's an exercise I do when we're doing uh, marriage, pre-marriage counseling, marriage counseling. We usually read 1 Corinthians 13 that says, uh, love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, does not lose his own fruit. Love does not keep a record of wrongs. Love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always perseveres. Love never fails. And so I will tell the couple, I will tell them that the way you know God is love. So you can actually replace the word love with the word God. So they begin. God is kind. God is patient. God does not boast. He is not envious. God does not keep a record of wrongs. God always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. God never fails. Then I say, by the way, you know, you are in the image of God. You are a child of God. And so put your name there. And so, Evans is patient, Evans is kind, Evans does not boast, Evans is not, uh, does not end, Evans is not rude, Evans does not keep a record of wrongs. Evans always hopes, always protects, always perseveres. Evans uh, never fails. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, one day I asked them, what do you think about that? And I remember one of the answers I was given is, I feel like I just lied. <laughs> I feel like I just lied. And I told them, that may look like a lie today. That is who you really are. That is how God sees you. That is the end product. And so, what you do, you allow that word to work in you. Don't throw it away. Don't say, I don't know that word. Don't say, that's not for me. Don't say, I feel like I'm lying. Allow that word to sit on you. Let it sit through you. It is a washing of water by the word. Even if you're not kind or patient, See, love is patient and love is kind. And I am like God who is love. And so I know I am patient and I am kind. So it begins removing everything that has not looked like kindness or patience in you. What? The part that I don't know what to do with in that, 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 that whole passage is when it says love always trusts. Always hopes. Love always trusts and always protects. Huh? I mean, there are people who look like this and you're thinking, no, I don't trust you. But love always trusts. You say, we have a saying in English that says, uh, say, fight me once or something. Fool me once. Shame on you. Me twice. Shame on me. Yeah. Meaning, I will trust you until you break it. And that's why it's so dangerous when you are looking through Facebook. Because we have all these kinds of sayings on Facebook. And you look at them and they look good. 
will trust me until you break that trust. Then you will know who I am. And then, yeah, and you go to the one and say, I always trust. Say, wait a minute, what? I mean, I've been with the white people and they did this. I've been with the police and they did this. I can't trust anyone. So that's, that's for me. Still with me in places where there's been mistrust and unbelief and rejection and betrayal. And he says, I always trust. And so I'm allowing that to work. And so what happens with gold? They put the chemical that allows gold to fall down. And then they put, they take the gold and they put it in fire. When they put the gold in the fire, they burn everything else from silver and iron and everything else that was dissolved by the chemical and they burn it and the gold comes out about 80-25% pure. What do you think the gold is saying at this point? What would you think the gold would say to the person who is trying to purify? First of all, the chemical that is used to, uh, to seed the gold is a chemical called cyanide. If you know cyanide, that is a chemical that most of the Russians use to kill themselves or kill people. Cyanide is like a suicide pill. It is not fun. And then he takes the coal and he says, We love coal. All of us love coal. And God is saying, I love you, Evans. He takes Evans and puts him through fire. And Evans is looking around him. He says, That brother is not going through fire. That sister is not going through fire. Why am I the only one going through fire? And those brothers and sisters are saying, and he's the one who leads us in prayer. You see? Because now, there was gold and dirt. Dirt is left. Gold goes down. Gold goes down with the silver and other stuff. They take it and put it in fire. They put it in fire, comes up 80, 25% pure. But they, the one who wants gold, there's no one 80, 25% pure. And so whenever you feel now, okay, now I am gold. I don't have dirt. He says, no, 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 you may not have dirt, but I still see something else. I see a little bit of pride, self-reliance. I see a part of you that will be happy. If your enemies went through just a little bit of trouble. So you can say, you see what happens when you touch the anointing? So he says, I have hope because I need 99% pure. I need you to be exactly like me. And so he takes the 80%. The 80% that feels that they can preach. The 80% that wants to open a church. The 80% that feels now I have the power of the Holy Spirit. And you are saying now, Pastor, give me a credit to God. He takes that gold and puts it in a fire. 2100 uh, Celsius. 2100 degrees Celsius. Put it in that fire to remove every bit of impurity. 
everything in the temple must be overlaid with gold. Paul says that I count everything as loss, that I may know him, that I may know the power of resurrection. And then he says that I have fellowship in his sufferings. There is nothing that purifies us. I wish I could lay hands on you and become a mature Christian. I wish I could lay hands on God and become a mature
and you realize that they put the, the gold in a fire. It's a cube, it's an enclosed place. There is no light. The only thing that is there is the heat. And it's almost as if everybody has leaves. And the gold is crying and saying, hey, church, you need to hang out. Hey, silver, remember I helped you. Hey, I remember how much fellowship we used to have. And the dirt has been removed. The iron has been removed. The silver that you used to have fellowship with has been removed. And you're put in a guild and nobody can see. And the God that you are seeing and saying, thank you because I've seen the light. I used to be in there in the darkness and you came and reminded me. And then the person you are giving praise to walks away from the queue and leaves you there. And you realize this God will actually be an end. You realize when you're doing an exam, when you're doing a test, the teacher is quiet. Whenever you have to sit down for a testing class, the teacher was been teaching you and encouraging and telling you, this is sodium plus chlorine, they make salt. And so, and they teach you over and over again, and you say, I love my teacher so much. But the most time you really need it, when you have the test before you, and your life is standing in the balance, if you fail, you can't go ahead. He becomes Time of your test. When gold is put in the kiln, the owner cannot go into the kiln with it. The owner actually walks away and the owner goes the kiln. You realize when Jesus was on the cross, he actually cried, Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabakhtani. My God, not even my Father, my God. This is the only time you have called him my God. That is how far he felt from him. That is how instant he felt from him. He will always say, my father has never left me. My father is always with me. I always do the will of my father. But at the moment he didn't need a God. He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? It is the word of Thank you. 
the person who knows what gold is supposed to look like. What a child of God is supposed to look like. We know what preachers look like. We know what they wear, how they sound. But what does a child of God really look like? You only know that. And the Bible says, and then we shall know as we are known. And so far, realizing, I don't need a cross. I don't need to put on post how many people are raised from the dead. I don't need to put on post how many people have healed, what cancer have healed. That is not the testimony. You realize, of all the things Peter Paul said, he never said how many meetings he had and how many people got saved there and how many people are walking and how many people are healed. When he would boast of his apostleship, he said, I have been shipwrecked, I have been forsaken, I have fought beast in Ephesus, I have dealt with false brethren, I have been stoned to death twice, half to death, I have walked naked as a man of God, I have been in jail, I have gone through rejection by the Jews, through rejection by the Gentiles. And I have a God in the flesh given by God, a message of sin. And so he says, then now I have realized that his strength is made perfect in my weakness. And so I am perfectly okay because he has taken me through what I needed to go through to become like him.
when he was kneeling there waiting on God, he, he felt someone uh, hit him with a rock. Someone was passing by, so he kneeling and threw a rock at him. He said, Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you for answering my prayer. He went home. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Count it all joy when doors are shut before you. Because you are learning now how to call on God. He says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Produces patience in you. And patience, uh, but let patience have its perfect work. Let patience have its perfect work. Stop telling pastor now we need to fast for this. Stop calling everybody and say, please help me, I need deliverance from this. Because God can deliver you. But that class, you're going to take it another day. You cannot fail in the school of God. You must take the class. And so, pastor will come with all the anointing and say, in the name of Jesus, we remove trouble from this house. And then God will listen to pastor. And then, three years later, and say, I am not done with you. Because eventually we are the ones who say, I surrender. You see, God says, Oh, you surrender? Yes, all that I am. I want to know you. I want to know you. He says, Oh, you want to know me? This is how you will know me. You know, we pray the prayer. I want to know you, give myself to you. I want to be used by you. And then he says, This is how this will happen. So he brings the same trouble. You ask Pastor to pray for deliverance last time. And you have to go through But let patience have its perfect work. Stop distracting. Stop distracting the work of patience that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That you may be perfect. You hear people say nobody is perfect? Yeah? That is not in the Bible. There's no verse that says nobody is perfect. That is not a verse. He said that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. It is possible for you to walk perfect. In fact, Matthew 5 48 says, and be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. And he says, whoever has fear has not been perfected in love. And so he says, you allow patience to work in you. You allow, you allow the embarrassment, the rejection, the betrayal. You allow it to wash away, to deal with things in your life. You cry, but you stay in the queue. You cry, but you stay in the fire. And he has so finally dealt with you. And when people hear your voice, they hear the voice of God. When people look at your face, they just see the face of Jesus. And when you deal with the people, you don't care whether they are from laborers or they are from Baptists, you love them just the same. But you are not the pastor of people who came here. You are the pastor of those that God has given and those that God has redeemed. And you somehow don't think that black people are more important than white people. But you love those the same way you love Masai's and you love Christ the same way you love Campus. That the leader is not gentle and it's not Jesus. Jesus has so thoroughly dealt with you that you are just like that God. Mm-hmm. 
There is no secret at all in your heart when you enter this place of God that you are perfect. Romans 5. Same idea of change. But some addition. Romans 5.
enemies and enemies and allies and these tests and trials they are how this journey they are an essential ingredient in us becoming like Jesus and so we glory in them we glory in tribulations we do not seek to be honored to be approved to be acknowledged by men but to be only known by you and treasure even in the secret we want to be known in the secret place of the most high that's it that's all that we desire in the wonderful name of Jesus we pray we believe amen amen our surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever amen Amen. The Lord bless you. Be in the fire. Stay there. He will come at the right time.